When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yeah. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. All right, good morning. Welcome in. The show is brought to you by the mouth-watering steaks at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're streaming live for you on the Out of Bounds radio app and TheZone1059.com. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601 707-3750. And uh, Twitter handle. Twitter, Twitter. Follow us on the Twitters, at Bow Bounds. We have some fun with that. And what was Mississippi Ag is now Ag Up Equipment. Ag Up Equipment text line 601-885-3776. White Denzel on our Ag Up Equipment text line 885-885. Three seven seven six. He says, I was referencing Mississippi State baseball winning the national title last year, not making the postseason this year unless a miracle happens. Uh, he says, last year's last year. Title or not, now we get to see how Lamonis is with his own recruits. He better turn it around next year or else. You know, I said this uh, on Twitter yesterday. Someone asked me about the, the baseball program, and I said, you know, this is not a patient fan base anymore. The golly gee shucks fan base under Ron Polk of never punching their ticket, um, never getting there. Um, that that day and age is over for this fan base. Uh, the expectations have been reset as Cohen rebuilt the program and Lamonis took it to another level. 
Um, Cohen modernized it. Lamonis took advantage and did a great job the last uh, few years. But it's not a patient fan base. Um, they want to go. They want to celebrate on the weekends, and they want to win. And to go over against a Florida team that's meh. They have talent. I get that. Kevin O'Sullivan, they always recruit talent. And they were the more talented team on the field this weekend. Don't don't kid yourself. They were the more talented team. And that's somewhat unacceptable. Uh, and I understand their location and they're a big brand. And more times than not, they're going to have more talent than anybody else in the league. I'm talking about just by a hair. And I know Vanderbilt scholarship stuff and all that. But to go over... At home, and you know that's that's just not that's not acceptable for a program that's you know where they are today. So, and and it's just a momentum killer to not make the postseason. You've you've got to make the postseason. And again, once you make it in the especially in the SEC, but there's several conferences in college baseball because baseball is baseball. Once you make it, you can win it. I mean, I mean, you can win a regional. I'm not saying you can win the national championship, but you can win a regional. Uh, and Mississippi State has proven on the road it, since Cohen that they can go on the road in regionals and supers and win. So uh, it is frustrating. It's football season for you. I don't know how excited you are about that, but it is football season now. For, for Mississippi State fans. There is this little glimmer of hope for Ole Miss baseball. And you got to be on the fence today thinking, oh, oh, don't do this to me. Don't reel me back in and then, and then fall apart. So you sweep Missouri. You get ready to go to LSU and Baton Rouge. And, and then you host A&M. Now, those are two good teams. They're not great. Like, Tennessee's great, and Arkansas's flirting with it. But they're good teams, and they're playing well. LSU's playing some good baseball. It's in Baton Rouge. It's at Alex Box. You know, there's a lot here. Mike Bianco is an LSU alum. Played under Skip Bertman with Ben McDonald. Uh, I, it could be an exciting series. But you still got to find some magic to uh, punch your ticket to Hoover, win in Hoover, get in a regional, and go tattoo somebody, which is super doable when you're an SEC team with Ole Miss's talent level. Will they do all that? I have no idea. Am I totally back on board? No. But it was a good weekend. And you had to, we talked about it all week, you had to get a sweep. You had to get out the broom. They did it, right? Now, Let's switch gears. I'm watching all these people in my profession on Twitter, and they're they're crying, oh, my gosh, college football is coming to an end. We needed a solution before this thing is ruined with the transfer portal and name, image, likeness. Now, what you find in media, whether it's sports or politics or whatever, right, um, most people in the media know nothing about business. And so a lot of the guys that you watch on TV, Joel Klatt, Danny Cannell, I'm, I'm looking at one of Danny Cannell's tweets. They, they know nothing about business because they, which is fine. They've been employees, they're talent. They know exactly, you know, they get told exactly what here, here's your role on Fox, Joel Klatt. 
Here is your role on CBS Sports, Danny Cannell. But they don't they don't go out, do big sponsorships, under understand pre-tax, after tax, revenue, all that. So the overwhelming majority of people in my business don't understand, like Joey Galloway, David Pollack, they don't understand business. They're just now they're they're well paid. But that's it. I mean, it is very cookie cutter, cut and dry. You know, you're gonna do you're gonna do 75 hits this year for this amount of money. Boom. That's it. You'll do X amount in studio and X amount maybe calling games, whatever it is. Danny Cannell's tweet is, we need to stop complaining and come up with solutions. How do we fix college football? Well, it took us decades to get where we are. Do you really believe that the NCAA is going to, you know, come up with solutions overnight? And you do know who is the NCAA, right? It's your athletic directors and your presidents. I love it when I hear other hosts talk about the NCAA, like it's this group out in Mars. The NCAA is your athletic directors and presidents. They're the ones that haven't figured this thing out. I mean, they form a bunch of committees, just like in Washington, D.C. You know, how much efficiency do you get out of D.C.? Same amount of efficiency you get out of Indianapolis, Indiana with the NCAA. I mean, they couldn't even come to terms on expanding the college football playoff, which would have been just, you know, a windfall of of more money for all the teams. So I don't know if you're, I don't, first of all, I don't know exactly what solution you're looking for. Name image likeness is here to stay. I can't believe they kept it, you know, out in the pasture as long as they did because it's illegal as hell. I mean, through labor laws, right? I mean, again, the, the, the 20 year old biochemical engineer can take an internship at Exxon. Well, starting today, exams are over all over the country. You can take an internship with Chevron or Exxon, right, or DuPont or whoever it is, IBM, and you can get paid $20,000 over the next couple of months. And that's okay. And we don't say anything about that. We're okay with that. God forbid a kid go out and make some money with their own name, image, likeness in sports. Um, and so, And you can bartend and make $30,000 a year. Well, probably more than that today. I'm referencing when I was in school. Um, so I don't know what salute. Now, do you need some guardrails for the name, image, likeness? Oh, I think so. Do I expect them to come overnight? Who's going to do it? It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, the NFL is so smart. Just steadily dropping their schedule. The big schedule release is May 12th. When I was out in Las Vegas, Blake and I, for the NFL draft, it was everywhere. I mean, they're always promoting the next thing. You're at the draft, and all you hear is schedule drop, schedule drop, May 12th. They just, they own, it doesn't matter what month. You got Major League Baseball going on, and the NBA uh, playoffs, which, by the way, are good, but I'm not getting into that. Um, Hey, you had the Kentucky Derby this weekend. That's People get in that for a few minutes, and that's fun and cool. We here have put, well, I don't know how much postseason college baseball we're going to have, but even if Southern Miss falls apart, they're in. Uh, I mean, they're, again, their strength of schedule is concerning at 73, but they're still 15 in Warren Nolan, but they're, they're losing too much for my liking. I don't know what to do with Ole Miss, Jekyll and Hyde, Sweet Missouri, Missouri's not good, but you did what you had to do. So we'll see what you do at LSU this weekend. Then Mississippi State fell apart. But but the schedule, that's all it was in Vegas. And we, we talk about, like, with your business, our business, you know, we're constantly, constantly promoting what we do. Guests, segments, going on trips, this, you know, telling you what we're doing and so on. Like Tom Luganville coming up next. We'll do 24 minutes uninter- uninterrupted of SEC and college football. Uh, 9.30, Dave Bartu will join us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, and we're going to start doing some SEC previews of of teams like we did last year and the year before, and y'all loved it and hammered it. And I love that you go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and search the Out of Bounds show with Bow Bounds. But you could not walk 20 feet in Vegas, and they were not promoting their schedule. That's what the NFL does. I, it's it's nonstop. I mean, we're at the draft. The draft's got a cool factor that I never thought it would have. They've made it a red carpet event with celebrities and musicians and actors and entertainers and and then mix in, you know, the college football players that a lot of you know about from either these schools or Georgia, Bama, and so on. It's a star-studded event. I mean, I was 100 feet from the stage or less. And there's all these lights and bells and whistles and all these things going on. And ESPN's there and the NFL Network's set up there. But the whole time in Vegas, they're promoting, I know this is nuts, the schedule drop. We're dropped, but but they've been leaking games. We talked about the games in London, Germany, and Mexico last week. Okay, so they're going, you can call it what, I know this has been the term since the 90s. You can call it global, you can call it whatever, but they are expanding their footprint and their reach. You know what they want. They want to, you know, they they want to be as big as soccer. I don't know if that's ever, you know, I get the whole soccer thing, but the bottom line is the NFL is a monster. And you have to wonder where they're going next, playing three games in London a game in Germany, and a game in Mexico. And they're not going to stop. 
It's not going to be just this year. Well, they just dropped this. And I want you to think about this when you think about Monday Night Football because Will, who's with me because Blake's stuck in Ireland, uh, Will doesn't remember Monday Night Football being the thing. I do. When I was growing up, and I remember the early 80s sports, Monday Night Football was the deal. Obviously, Howard Cosell, among others, right? And now, and then ESPN grabbed Monday Night Football, and they lost their fastball. They got in uh, a little bit of a disagreement with the NFL. Goodell and some of the execs didn't G-Hall. And then ESPN hired some new executives that started to cultivate the relationship again. And then what else did ESPN do? What does the NFL love, Will, and our listeners? They love star power. Disney ESPN went out and hired Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. And whether it makes a difference or not as far as whether you're going to watch the game, which a lot of people in, like, media are not convinced that it does, the bottom line is the NFL likes big names to call their games a la what they just did with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet on Thursday night, Amazon, right? Al Michaels is, I mean, Kirk's a big name. Al Michaels is iconic. Going back to the miracle on ice, he's called baseball, he's called NFL, he's called everything. Well, as Disney ESPN hired Troy Aikman and Joe Buck away from Fox, look what's happening again. ESPN is landing better games. Ian Rappaport. Just uh, text, Monday night doubleheader, week two, NFL, Tennessee and Buffalo. That is a monster game. Monster game. And then Minnesota and Philly, which is not bad. We'll see. But the bottom line is you're going to see better games on Monday night football. And you're going to see the NFL. I can't wait to see what they do with Thursday night scheduling. And now Tariko is in the booth with Chris Collinsworth for NBC Sunday night, right? Because Al Michaels went to Thursday night and what? Amazon. So again, they love star power. And y'all know it's Jim Nance and Tony Romo for CBS. And now Aikman and Joe Buck for ESPN. That sounds a little weird, doesn't it? Because they were with Fox. What were they? They were together for 20, 21 years? Buck and Aikman? And now they'll be on Monday Night Football, which is cute. And then you still got the Manning cast over there on the side. Look, ESPN went from not landing good games, couldn't figure out their booth for a decade, right? Well, I take that back. Tariko and Gruden appealed to people. I never got the Gruden stick. I mean, it never interested me. But I get people gravitated to that, and that's fine. Okay? He's he's good-looking guy. He's a lot of machismo and macho and testosterone. All good. Tariko's a pro. But, but they missed on some of their booths, too. And during that time, they weren't getting great games. All of a sudden, now today, their executives are aligned with Goodell and the NFL executives in New York, and they landed Troy Aikman, three-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback for the biggest brand in North American sports, 
and Joe Buck, who's been a legend, both calling football and baseball for some time. So now there's some star power there with Monday Night Football. I look for Monday Night Football to regain some of their footing and and do some some pretty cool deal, things. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by Briarwood Wine and Spirits. Nate Dog's going with me in July to pick out a, uh, a barrel at Wild Turkey outside of Lexington, Kentucky. We're looking forward to that. I sipped on just a little bit of Long Branch uh, right before the Derby started uh, on Saturday. I thought that was unbelievable. Rich strike at 80 to 1 odds, comes out of nowhere and wins the Kentucky Derby. Like, the Derby's always fun. And, it, you know, it's, it's, it, it's great for me, as ADD as I am, because it's over in a couple of minutes. But I watched 30 minutes of the pregame, or whatever you want to call it, and they're interviewing all these people that look fancy and so on and have their linen on and their beautiful dresses and their beautiful suits and all this kind of amazing stuff. And the, the mint juleps and the bourbon and everything else is flowing and the celebrities are there and whatever. But Rich Strike comes out of nowhere. Like Vanderbilt winning the SEC championship in football in Atlanta. Whoa, did I just say that? Rich Strike wins the Kentucky Derby. Brought to you by Long Branch Bourbon. It is under the Wild Turkey umbrella. Great bourbon, right? Matthew McConaughey and Eddie Russell. Eddie Russell's the master distiller. You know who McConaughey is. They collaborated, and they have given you Long Branch bourbon, which is really, really good. Please drink responsibly. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Fuel up at Fleetway Market, any of their locations in the state of Mississippi. Tom Luganville coming up next on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Out of Bounds Show. Powered by Superior Foundation. Superior Foundation will take care of your family.
Well, with the way baseball has played, college baseball has played out, uh, we are turning the page even more than we normally do to uh, cover college football in the SEC. Now, you know the show is driven by SEC football, and we can hit some of the bigger brands outside the SEC and keep your attention, right? Southern Cal, if they're relevant, which that's where they're going, Lincoln Raleigh, Ohio State. Um, Harbaugh, even though Michigan's really not that interesting at the end of the day, uh, Harbaugh is polarizing and you can dip into that. And then we have Texas and Oklahoma joining the party and it may be in 2023 in the SEC. And that's going to be a rude awakening for both Oklahoma and Texas. If you look at how many top 10 and top 20 recruiters, um, they face every year, which is who themselves compared to how many they will. Um, once they join the SEC, right? Physicality index, compound it, will uh, will be a rude awakening for both the Longhorns and the Sooners. So we bring in Tom Luganbill, like we do most every Monday, on the Corona Premier Guest Line, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. And uh, Lugs, before I, I get into, I've got some things that I want to hit as far as, you know, what could happen next this season in the world of college football. Um as somebody who has is a studio host and analyst, sideline color analyst in the booth, is there a guy in your profession, color analyst, that you look at and you go, man, I really like his work, and I like when I get a chance hearing him call a game? Oh, yeah. I, there, there's a lot of guys. I, I think that um... – you know, it's funny you put me on the spot. You think about that. I, I think Joel Klatt is really good in the booth. Um, I think he, he dials it in, is able to explain some, you know, what could be concept, concept uh, you know, excuse me, what could end up being, you know, some concepts that are maybe difficult for just the, the layman's football fan and simplifying it, dumbing it down and, and getting it to where you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I can see that. I think I think he's done a really good job. I've always thought that uh, my colleague Jesse Palmer has been really really good. So I, I think he's better in studio than yes. uh, on games. Um, I like again, Palmer real, in studio. I agree. Yeah, yeah, really smart and and, and really sharp. Um, you know, another guy too that, and again, I, I think studio is where he is and where he should be. I think Joey Galloway is really good. I think Joey really good at getting his points across, being concise, being sharp and, and, and having a clear understanding of the delivery and how and how people will receive the message, you know, that's coming out of his mouth. You know, there's so many it, it's interesting too, because there's so many different um guys. Like I, I think, you know what? I, I think that um Jordan Rogers is underrated. You know, he's on our SEC prime package with Cole Kubelik and and Tom Hart and um he's kind of understated and just kind of gives you the sense of, of, of what it is and is very, very consistent in his delivery across the board. So, I mean, I could go on and on through, you know, throughout right. the variety of different networks and stuff, but yeah, I think there's a lot of good people out there and I'm a, I'm more of a, it's what you say, not how loud you say it type of guy. You know, I'm, I'm more of a, all right. I, I think our job as broadcasters, whatever the sport you are broadcasting, our job is to make the viewer or the listener smarter. That doesn't mean you have to be a know-it-all. It doesn't mean that you have to have all of the answers. Sure. But if there's something 
for example, that I'm describing, I think it's real, like I can't just go on air and say, oh, they're in cover two. All right. I can't just assume that everybody knows that. Okay. So what I would then do is I would say, okay, it looks like they're in cover two, which is going to put two safeties deep, one just outside of each hash. So now you get a visual to go along with the language. You know, I think all of those things are really, really important. I think it's important if you've got a guy making a tackle that not only do you mention his name, you actually mention his number because if they're showing a replay and you hear the number, now you kind of know where to put your eyes, right? So I think there are some little nuances and things in, in broadcasting that, that can help the viewer if you're detailed about it. Tom Lugan, Bill, on the Out of Bounds show. Um, were you su- – I know he's got issues, but I want to focus on – I thought he was really good on TV. And I don't know how much you got to watch because you're a traveling man in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not – most ex-coaches just aren't worth a damn on TV. Urban Meyer – Surprise me, Luke. He was really good, and I'm not surprised Fox is bringing him back into the mix. You could say whatever you want about, you know, some of the things that have played out uh, in his career. Obviously, he's, he's on the field. He's a phenomenal football coach. But, two, he was good on that game day show. Your thoughts? Well, it's interesting that you asked me about him specifically because I actually, when he first came to ESPN, I had done two film room shows with him and had done a couple of studio shows. And then we did signing day one year together. So I'm sitting there with him for 10, 11 hours, just sitting next to him. Um, And at that time it was different because I think he still had coaching on the mind, right? He was, he had, he had just left Florida. Uh, You know, the, the Ohio state thing hadn't happened yet. We were just coming off of the Joe Paterno thing at Penn state and and, and so he's kind of in a sit-and-wait mode. And then he actually went to work one season with my broadcast partner, Dave Pash, in the booth. And that, that was I don't think that was his thing. I think where he got a lot better was when he decided that he was really going to do it, right? That it wasn't just a, a stopgap thing. Yes. It wasn't just something to have to do. Um, and so do I think he was very good at it initially? No. Do I think he's a lot better at it now and what we saw with him with Fox uh, during his time there? Yeah, because, again, when he speaks with his background, you can like him or dislike him. I don't, I don't care, but I don't think you can dispute that he knows football or no not, doubt. right? So when, when he's going to give an example of something, he's going to give a description of something, you're going to listen because the guy's won a lot of football games and he's known how to build a college roster and, and, and how to play for championships. And so – his word means something, and that gives value to Fox. It gives value to that set. Um, like, I'll, I'll tell you right now who I think is exceptional on television, and that's Nick Saban. Yes. He's good on television right now. When you hear him talk, you hear him talk ball, you hear him get philosophical on different topics and things of that nature, he will slide right into TV in a New York second. Because I think he's really talented on here. I agree with you. Um, he's got a press. I think it may surprise some people, but you are right. He's good um, in interviews right now, or what little, um, you know, I guess color analysis he's done at certain times when they get knocked off, uh, which is not often. Uh, but I'll say I think he's going to coach so long that there won't be a lot of runway for him, uh, just the way it is. Um, on, right. on TV. You know, another guy that I think, and look, 
again, Urban's got issues, but what I love is he's not scared to ruffle. Fa- Tell me something. Give me some meat, you know, on the bone. Have an opinion. Uh, and not everybody will do that. But after you've won three natties and uh, and made a lot of money, you don't really have to worry about being the most popular guy at the coaches' convention or whatever in the hell's going on, Luke's. But, but yeah, Sean, I mean, and you get it, right? I mean, yeah. it's a fraternity, and you don't want to go on the air and just like, I'm very cautious of that. I, I've been in that profession. I mean, I'm not going to go – um, I mean, now I look at it from a different perspective. I mean, if you've lived in that profession and you've done that before, you realize how, how for the most part, as much as fans love the game and as much as their passion fuels the game, a fan, if you brought them in a football operations building and, and gave them open access for a week, they would be stunned at how little they know what's going on, right? And it's not their fault. You just, you're not privy to those types of things. Sure. And so, you know, when you, uh, so I'm very cautious to go on anywhere on a radio platform, a television platform, and just start blasting coaches because there's a lot that goes into the equation. Some of it they control. Um, some of it is their fault. A lot of it's not. I mean, there's a huge responsibility that comes along with that, in my opinion. Sure. Sean Payton's going to be good. Uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. Sean is going to bring an opinion. He's not scared. He's not there to just you know, run somebody down, but if someone's not playing well or they're not well coached on a Sunday, I don't think he's with his opinion. You've known him since you were a kid. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to hesitate to tell it like it is Luke's. No, I, I, I don't either. And, you know, he's far enough in the long in his career. He's going to get a job, you know, if he wants a job at a, at another time, you know, the, the, the up and coming NFL coaching crew is so young now, probably the youngest crop we've seen in, maybe in the history of the NFL, you know, even as early as 20 years ago, guys that were 30 years old weren't, weren't getting NFL head coaching jobs, right? Guys that were 35 years old weren't getting NFL head coaching jobs. So now that's the way it is. So for him, what, you know, he's not trying to impress the young bucks. He's, he's got 35 years on him. Let's, uh, let's switch gears. Tom Lugan, Bill, uh, national college football analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the out of bounds show, the sec insider hit is driven by the pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks at Mack Hike in Flowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. Uh, all right, let's let's talk name, image, likeness, and 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 it's it's tied. NIL and the transfer portal are tied really, really tight and close together right now, because that that's what you're seeing going on. Um, we need some guardrails, but the NCAA, which is made up of the ADs and presidents, uh, you know, they don't move fast. And so it took us forever to get here. I don't know how long it's going to be before we get guardrails, but as you survey the landscape of NIL and transfer portal, what are your thoughts here in May? I think we are on the brink of a disastrous college football landscape if we don't get a hold of this thing and and start to figure out, number one, what are the rules going to be? How is it going to be policed? What is going to be allowed? We need to have some black and white areas, not the gray area that we're living in right now because it's, it's an absolute free-for-all. And we also have to be willing to admit, Bo, that there's name, image, and likeness which has essentially been created for players at the collegiate level who have 
developed or earned value through their production and performance to be able to capitalize on that monetarily and earn income. That's the essence of it. The problem is that's what it's supposed to be, but in the transfer portal and now at the high school level, this isn't name, image, and likeness. This is pure pay for play. Let's call it what it is. This is, here's what our package is, and our package is better than those other 10 schools that are recruiting you. So why would you go there and not here? That's, that's what this is. And anybody who did not see this coming had to have been brain dead. I mean, you, you, to, to unleash the most transformative legislation in, the, in, in college athletics over the last 40 years with no rules, no black and white blueprint of, of how we're going to manage this, how we're going to do this, what's permissible, what is not, what the enforcement is, if you thought that that wasn't going to come with massive, massive consequences, you had to be out of your mind. I mean, Bo, there's, I had three spring games in the month of April. Every weekend I didn't have a spring game. I was in another city doing an Under Armour All-America camp and visiting with coaches, visiting with coaches on college staff. Every single coach to a man has said the exact same thing. When they have a conversation with a recruit, it's no longer about recruiting. It's no longer about the facility. It's no longer about the university. It's no longer about player development. The opening sentence is, all right, what's the package and what do you have for me? And this is at the high school level, okay? So now we've trickled this thing down to 16 and 17-year-olds who are now solely looking at this through a monetary short-term lens, all right? and completely disregarding all of the other things that should be in the equation of where you choose to go to the school, all right? And what we're doing is if we're going to go down this path, the problem is because they are not employees, whatever contracts they sign, they can't have performance clauses, all right? They can't have clauses based on production. They can't say, okay, well, if you don't produce, obviously this goes away. Well, that's how the real world works, right? You know, you and I don't get paid to not do a job. But in the world that we're living in right now, we're going to be given 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds and 21-year-olds a bunch of money with no requirement to return through performance or production on that investment. So what are we going to end up with? And if this keeps going down this path, how many programs are we going to have left that are financially secure enough to live in this space. What, 20? I mean, because that's what's going to have to happen in major college football. There's going to be a select group of schools that can say, all right, we can live and compete in this space, and we are going to. And then there's right. going to be a massive cliff, a massive cliff, and that's where everybody else in college football is going to be. So from a name, image, and likeness standpoint, to not, to not have some type of implementation of a guideline or a rule or enforcement or penalty is absolute insanity. And I'll tell you right now, plain and simple, if, if, if I had a word in it, I would make two rules right now. Number one, you are not permitted to earn off of name, image, and likeness until you've been on campus for one calendar year. You are still allowed to have a one-time free transfer rule. I don't like it, but I don't think we're putting that pace back in the tube in terms of sitting out. So let's just go forward and say we're going to give everybody a one-time free transfer. But you can't take that one-time free transfer until you've been on campus for two calendar years. We've got to create 
some form of inducement, enticement to actually perform. Because right now what we're doing is handing people money that aren't prepared for it, that haven't earned it, and may show up. And now what's their motivation to perform, Bo? I mean, that, that is my biggest concern. We're gonna, the University of Texas is going to give every offensive lineman 50 grand. So what are those offensive linemen that are out there on the recruiting landscape? What are they going to sign and what are they signing for? And what are they going to be if that's what they choose to do? Is there motivation to perform? They're going to rest on their laurels. They're going to be entitled and lazy because they've already got the money. I mean, how did how didn't anybody think any of this through? Well, <laughs> it is the wild, wild west. You make a good point on uh, I'm not surprised we are where. Well, first of all, anytime you take anything not. to market, it's messy. It doesn't matter what sector. Yes. Um, and I think this will be bumpy, bumpy for a while now. Um, I don't know what the oh, guardrails yeah. will look like three years from now. Uh, I love, I, look, I admire Nick Saban just like you do. He's a very smart man. Uh, taking this to Congress is a bunch of nonsense. They can't get out of their own way to get in. I mean, they, they haven't passed a budget in years. They just keep kicking that down the road. Oh, so to think they that got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, to think that our congressional leaders are going to this afternoon in D.C. come up with this aha moment on name, image, likeness is nonsense. So I'm not I'm not buying any of that either. But I, I do think that we'll get we will have guardrails eventually, but it will take some time because it took us decades just to get here, and it shouldn't have taken that yeah. long. Yeah, and we need to have better leadership. We need to have um, people well, we need, that can actually make decisions and enact them. And here's the other issue. You need a college football commissioner. That, that That's what you do. he or she does, and yeah. this is what we do. And it needs to be for the power. Look, we, we're mixing in Power 5 and G5 teams. It's time to cut that out and, and all that. And we need to – and you're right. Maybe we just have 40 teams, 50 teams end up in the conference. I don't know. The Big 12's done, so – there, there's going to be some other things play out here. But, Lugs, the, the bottom line is we need to stop mixing, you know, what was D1, D2, D3 at times, and we need to have a Power 5 only college football commissioner. And that's just – and people will say, well, it's not fair. Well, Troy's never going to be Alabama. Let's yeah. move on. Life's Luke's. not fair. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is, yeah, that's the thing. Not all programs are created equal, which means not all resources afforded to each program right. are going to be anywhere near equal. We have to accept that. That's the reality of the, of, uh, of the landscape. And what each individual institution is going to have to do is make a choice. Do we want to step it up and compete in that realm? Yes. Or are we just fine over in this realm? And financially – you know, when you're dealing with NIL and you're dealing with all of this and that, you're going to have to come up with some major bucks. And the problem is, is everybody makes the statement that, well, eventually the, the, the landscape and the market will course correct. Well, yes, it may or it may not. It will course correct with businesses whose priority is to stay in business. That's right. And if they start looking at a Derek King or a Spencer Rattler or a DJ Uyunglele and they're going to scratch their head and go, was that a wise investment? Now we're going to apply that to a high school kid that hasn't played a single snap, and we're going to start paying that guy a bunch of money. The problem is the thing that may not correct the market are all of the people that could be involved in this from a booster and an alumni base that don't care if they lose money. Right. They want to be known as the guy that's a part of the program that helped land this guy or helped fund this kid. And if they lose $15, 20000000 million, if they got it to lose, they don't care. 
That's true. And so we're going to have to deal. We're going to have to deal with with that component um, of it as well. There's there's just there's so many tentacles of this that need to be addressed. And I just this thing was never intended to be applied to the high school ranks. But what did you think was going to happen with no rules and no guidelines? And to sit there and say, well, it says that you can't use it as an inducement. Okay. Can you maybe give me four or five other paragraphs with distinct rules and policies and what the penalties will be if those are actually uh, infringed upon? Because we don't have that right now. So as long as you don't have that, this is this is the path that we're going down. I've got a couple of minutes here. Tom Luganville on the Corona Premier Guest Line. I want to switch gears. Uh, give me your give me your preseason top four going into twenty twenty two. I'd probably say Alabama, Ohio State. Um, I, I still have Georgia in the top four. I don't know if I would have them at three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a surprise team Uh-oh. that you're going to go, wait a minute. Come on, man. Utah. Wow. Utah has everybody back. And they are really good on defense. The quarterback became a difference maker last year for them. And with their schedule, they could find themselves not only being maybe in the top seven or eight of a preseason poll, they could find themselves climbing up. I mean, they they really, really could. I firmly believe that. And if the quarterback position at Clemson gets fixed, they are a top four overall roster profile. I had them in the bowl game. And for all of the bad things that happened to them, injuries, opt-outs, DJ being ineffective, they made so much progress because of the guys that they ended up playing with that they didn't think they were going to have to, that now have a bunch of experience. If the quarterback position gets ironed out, they're going to be really, really good again. Who will it be at Clemson if it's not DJ? I think it's going to be Cade Klubnick, the uh, true freshman out of Texas. It's a mid-year enrollee. And in my opinion, the one thing he has to do to win the job is just be more accurate because that's the problem with DJ. He sprays the ball around, can't make the routine throws, wildly inconsistent. And, you know, let's call it what it is. Dabo and that staff deserve a lot of credit because they hit on like four guys in a row and every one of them was an accurate passer that put the ball where it needed to be. That's true. That's true. And for our listeners, Utah, opens up with Florida this year. Yep. And Napier's going to make them better and fast. And Kyle Winningham's been a phenomenal coach, as Lugs was referring to, for years. I mean, they're so technically sound and line of scrimmage and do all the things right. So that's one to keep an eye on week one. Utah yep. and Florida could be one hell of a football game. Tom Luganville, thank you, buddy. Have a good week. You bet. Be good. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Show is driven by your next pre-owned SUV or truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. Visit MacHikeFlowood.com. That's MacHikeFlowood.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.